0: The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com.
1: It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Welcome to Top Stories, I am Andy Zaltzman with another delve into the archives of the Bugle podcast. Now who can forget that monumental moment in recent British history, a natural disaster that truly and quite literally rocked the nation. That's right, we're taking you back to February 2008 and the aftermath of the Market Raisin Earthquake. Here I am with John Oliver. And the only place to start the biggest news story of the millennium so far. Three massive atomic bombs have been detonated in England. (laughs) Or they might as well have been, because that is the equivalent force of the earthquake that ripped through Britain's crust, shaking the nation to its very core this week, leaving
0: one man with a broken pelvis. (laughs) It was indeed the biggest earthquake to hit the UK for 25 years, causing a catastrophic zero deaths and one devastating injury, and yet it still managed to make international headlines. It's hard to know why this is, possibly because the world is interested in what a British person sounds like when they're shaken. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, crikey. What was that? Got into the Queen. It was exactly like that, <laughs> The British Geological Survey said the quake measured 5.2 on the Richter scale, uh, although the Americans are claiming it was actually only 4.7. Come on, America. <laughs> let us have our drama. Give us you some get, credit. You get tornadoes, hurricanes, earthquakes and even volcanoes. This is all we've got left apart from unending drizzle. <laughs> let us have our moments. The quake
1: was probably the most powerful earthquake ever recorded. But such is the magnificent leonine strength of Britain as a nation that, unlike other countries who suffer earthquakes, we didn't make a fuss and run around begging for international help. Because we are a tough people, John. Just ask wolves. They don't live here anymore because they couldn't handle it. When the earthquake struck, Britain just straightened its tie, put its porcelain queen mother back on the mantelpiece and went back to bed. Because we're British, not
0: even the tectonic shifts of the Earth's crust can shake our national equilibrium. So Some have even tried to call this a natural disaster, but I think if the majority of your population sleep through it, you cannot call it a natural disaster. <laughs> and anyway, last time this happened, one British newspaper ran with the headline, Britain rocked by earthquake, which is a bit of an exaggeration and quite an insult to the people of Armenia, who I imagine were at home saying, oh, pass me the phone, I must call Britain. Hello. Is that Britain? I'm so sorry to hear that you were rocked by an earthquake. I'm so sorry to hear that it rocked you. I presume that you're using the word rock in the Bon Jovi sense of the word, i.e. not actually rocking you very much at all. In fact, while I've got you on the line, Bangladesh wanted to have a word. They've heard it's been raining quite hard over there and you've got some wet carpets. They wanted to start an appeal for you at this difficult, damp time.
1: John, I thoroughly resent your implication about Bon Jovi. You've clearly never heard
0: bad medicine... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this will be a fascinating glimpse for Buglers into Andy's teenage years. And these two favourite bands were Bon Jovi and, who was it? It was Boney M. Boney M. What, wow, John, come on, quality's quality.
1: I wish I was joking, Buglers. But I actually happened to have a tape recorder running in my bedroom when the devastating tremor struck. Uh, why? You may well ask. Well, in fact, I'm still keeping myself under strict surveillance as part of my personal anti-terror plan uh, discussed on the Bugle some weeks ago. Now, here is what my tape recorder picked up. Oh, oh, oh! your time has come. I want you to warble. Warble.
0: Was that the voice of God, Andy? That was.
1: That's exactly uh, what the tape recorder picked up. To be honest, I did have to suit that recording up a bit for broadcasts, because, you know, I know our listeners today have very short attention spans, so we've got to keep this exciting. So I I did slightly fabricate the recording. This is actually the original recording. For God's sake, play Peterson at three in one day internationals.
0: I think this captured the attention of the world's media because of the spectacular testimonies from survivors of the quake in Britain. I've rarely I've been more proud to be British than watching these terrified citizens spewing forth in front of cameras. And uh, these are some of my favourites, Andy. These are all real. I cannot stress that enough. Andy Senior from Lincolnshire said, I couldn't believe it. Our dogs were barking and our cockatoo was agitated. They <laughs> <laughs> had an agitated cockatoo. Wow. I, think that's, I think that's what Mexico City found when they got rocked <laughs> in the 80s. <laughs> Agitated cockatoos everywhere. But this is absolutely my favourite. Margaret Mason from Harrow said, My first thought was that there was an intruder thumping about in my room. My second thought was that it was a poltergeist. I only, I only realised some hours later there had been an earthquake. Hold on. Your second thought was that it was a poltergeist. I'm now joined uh, by a survivor of the earthquake for an exclusive interview. Uh, that's you, Andy. Oh, right. Okay. You are the survivor. Yeah. Yeah. You I, survived it.
1: I, I did, John.
0: So, uh, h- how, how have you been since your uh, near-death experience, Andy?
1: <sighs> well, albeit, albeit not that near. It's um, it's very difficult to talk about this. Um, st- it's all yep. still a bit, a bit raw.
0: I mean, do you have a newfound respect for life now?
1: No. If anything,
0: the opposite. Finally. How did you survive? Do you have any survival tips for people who may be struck by earthquakes in the future?
1: You can't show fear, because that is what earthquakes prey on. If they sense that you're afraid, they will be all over you like a rash. So you've just got to exude confidence and maybe swear at the earthquake a bit, and soon enough it'll back off. What did you say to the earthquake? I just called it a total... Thank you for listening... Do support what we do at The Bugle and in The Bugle Stable by donating via the Buglepodcast.com. If you're listening in Apple, I'm reliably informed you can click a special button to support us right now. Goodbye. Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth, Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better